Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Oh, death? Yeah. No, 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 no. Before, like, I'm just doing a mic check right now. I will explain. Oh, no, I learned about it listening to this fucking podcast, Disgraceland. Like, they oh, cover death stories. is great. Yeah. Like, the story of death is incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was pretty fucking... Oh, yeah, no. The story of death is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I love it because Jake was like, and in all honesty, these Norwegian kids really had nothing to be, like, mad about, except for the fact that their lives were so fucking perfect. <laughs> and it was just like... Which is kind of dystopian in its own sense. Yeah. Like, when you grow up and you see all these movies of, like, trauma, you're just like, I don't have any. Yeah. It almost makes you feel like you would have just you, search have I it really, out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did I just have a breakthrough? Have I really lived? Oh, no. did you? Is that why I rebelled? Maybe. Because you wanted something to feel. I am the Antichrist. And I am the Antichrist. <laughs> little sex pistols for everybody. Oh. Speaking of it, I listened to the Strokes album. What did you think? I thought it was good. I thought it, it was way more mellow than what I thought it was. Like, you made me feel like there was going to be, like, some really, like, hard-hitting punches in that joint. Oh, I mean, like... I kind of imagined, like, a... Like a, uh, like a Killers album. Maybe. That's more like their, like, first two. Yeah. On their third album. Their third album took me years to really get into. This album sucks, except for, like or three tracks and then it became like this album sucks except for like four or five tracks no this was good i liked uh bridge to brooklyn a lot i thought that joke said yeah but uh, you, um, did you hear almost exactly what i was talking about yeah, like the 80s vibe the one song straight makes you think like yeah. dancing with myself it reminded me of a gorilla's album because then i listened to the new gorilla's album mm-hmm. like right after that and i was like oh yeah no, this is definitely like where kind of like the headspace that they yeah, they go all, like, they have it was really like a, big, different influences. It was almost like if Bowie did a Gorilla's album. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a really good comparison, because I can hear that. And that's the thing about Bowie, is he was a musical yeah. comedian. Or, not comedian. Musical chameleon. Yeah. He was yeah. a musical chameleon. And, like, he changed his... Have you ever seen that gif of just, like, Bowie through the years? And his, um... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I would really like to hear? I just thought about this just now. A Post Malone album co-written and produced by David Bowie. So I just had an idea also. It will help me when writing trailers and things as we go along, even when we go on tangent, just writing what we talk about down. Oh, true. We're learning as we're getting along, people. We're doing this whole podcast thing smarter, better, Are we faster. recording? We've been recording this whole entire time? Well, uh, not this entire time, but now we're recording. Oh, uh, okay. We're like the Kobe system. Yeah. You remember those old commercials? Kobe's old commercials? Yeah, Kobe system. And, um, shit, I literally was pulling this out just so I can remember. We talked about death. We talked about, um... Not that death. The band death. The band death. Death the band. That's our own band name in itself. Yeah. No, it wasn't Death. It was Mayhem. There you go. Yep. Death is a different band. Yeah. Death yeah, is actually right. like they've been around forever. They're all really nice guys. <laughs> but that's what's up with Norwegian black metal, though, because it's all like all those dudes are all like. Did they mention scary the band? And... Did they mention the band Demu Borgir at all? 
I feel like they do. So Dino Bergir is a black metal band that's still been around forever, and like, like their stuff is. Aren't like, they the band that? Gateways. Who's the band that started the fight? Oh, um, that wasn't Mayhem. That was like the other because there was like five bands, yeah. and they were all like nineteen to twenty-five. Yeah. Um, I don't. I remember all of that, but I. The story was so fucking wild, and it was so. I listened to it like maybe a year ago. It was just. It was nuts, yo. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But then I'm like, I, can we really talk? Because the American rap scene isn't too much better. Um, I mean, I know. I mean, we're not causing our fans to go burn down churches. No, we don't condone any of this. Um, satirizing it by all means. But I'm talking about even like on the rap scene, like. ASAP Rocky isn't out here like burning down churches. No, <laughs> neither like, Hobson or like yeah. even even our most subversive rappers like Tyler. He Drake stood next to a burned down house yeah. with a can full of gas and a handful of matches and still weren't found out. But Eminem would totally be like if somebody burned down a house because of that shit. Eminem would totally be like, "Whoa, you fucking idiot!" <laughs> like nobody told you. You'd to be burn like, just listen to Stan. <laughs> Listen to the song Stan. Actually, I, everybody out there, listen to the song Stan. No, we so all can, know the song no, Stan. So, no, 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 no. Not everybody does. What? People on Twitter were using the term Stan, and then they were like, where does that come from? And they were like, I don't know. It just means you hardcore. Uh, it's everybody out there, I need you to do your homework. Please. Listen to the song Stan by Eminem, and then you will understand what a Stan really is. It's not hard, people. We live in the age of information. I don't understand. This it's is also one of, one of the top 100 songs of all time. It is. Is it? Yeah. It, like Rolling Stone did a ranking on. I mean, it was. It's a couple of years. Okay, old so it's a point. Rolling Stone ranking. It's, it's a what? Rolling Stone ranking, but still, like Eminem's "Stand" is one of the top I mean, 10 hundred yeah. songs. It's one of the most important hip hop songs ever written. Ooh, ooh, that's a deep take, but I, I feel you because I mean, that's it, a song it, that got in white people. It addresses, I mean... It has Dino in it, dog. Eminem himself is a cultural influence. He's probably... I will give you Eminem is probably one of the most important hip-hop artists of all time. Simply for the fact that Eminem really... Yeah, because he broke the barrier for white people in the only field that y'all have ever been oppressed. (laughs) Man, Uh, shit, we're not even oppressed in basketball. We're just a minority. Yeah, and I mean, there's literally a movie about us, Woody Harrelson. I was gonna say fucking Malibu's Most Wanted. Ooh. <laughs> I got GameCast. Well, I mean, they're they're GameCube, Dreamcast. <laughs> I said I got GameCast. Son, oh my god, are we gonna intro the show? Oh man. Do we have anything that we can talk about to intro the show right now? Oh, no, no, no. I did want to bring this back. So, with Demon Borgir, as I mentioned them, they've been around forever. And uh, I saw Demon Borgir in concert. Oh. And, like, for the first, like, hour, they were, of course, like, the sentence. And then then they, like, talked to the audience. They were like, hey, guys. Thanks for coming out. We really appreciate (laughs) it. We have a new album out called gateways i hope you like it um and these guys came out in like full white viking zombie regalia and uh you know you watch interviews on them and like the bass player plays world of warcraft for like eight hours a day 
The aesthetic is goofy to me. I can't. It's it's wild. I mean, I'm all for like you know goth and horror and like you know I like that shit. They play a character. Like yeah. they know that. Yeah. Like there's a region people say stage persona. No, I totally get it. Like and you know what really like what really helped me get it was the cartoon Metalocalypse on Adult Swim. Like that, I, I, I didn't understand screamo and like death metal until I watched that show and then I was like oh this is purely an aesthetic thing like I get it I mean one of my favorite rock and roll quotes is David Bowie and he says you would think being an international rock star married to a supermodel is a pretty great life it is it is Just like Chappelle said, he was like, we didn't, we grew up just, he's like, I grew up just well enough to be the poor kid yep. in the suburbs. Yep. That's Silver Springs for you. It trips me out that he grew up in Silver Springs, though. Yeah. So many people, Dave Chappelle. like, so many people you don't realize are actually famous from here, like, Louis Black, Dave Chappelle, Mia Khalifa. Right here, though. <laughs> he knows how to use Google. Don't. Because <laughs> it's an Arabic word, and she's an Arabic actress. Nice. <laughs> I mean, she is an actress. Hold on. She can tell you that I respect all kinds of actresses. <laughs> it is a respectable profession. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it a profession that everybody is cut out for? Hell no. no. <laughs> but, but they serve a purpose. <laughs> Mia needs therapy. Let's see if we can get that interview. That would be dope. Oh, God, that would... And we're back, dropping back into the middle of nowhere. I have to put you on blast for something. Isn't that what you do in a flood? I have to put you. I have to put you on blast. Oh no! What are we gonna put me on my? What the fuck is that one ply toilet paper in the bathroom? (laughs) First of all, first of all, do you know how hard it is to get toilet paper right now? Yeah. But one ply? Yo. I didn't even know. That's just what the fuck Walmart had. And that might not even be what Walmart had. That might be the shit that I got from a connection at commissary. But <laughs> we won't get into all that because I don't give my connects up. In a shortage like this. In a shortage like this, you do what you gotta do. My man was upset. Did you poke your finger through? No, but I definitely had to go like vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> Yo, our fans are gonna be like, what is happening to this podcast? <laughs> Did you poke your finger through? What kind of question? We asked the hard-hitting questions here, guys. I want you to understand what kind of fucking podcast you're listening to. This isn't your average, everyday, run-of-the-mill podcast. What the fuck do you think this is? Okay, so, I mean, a couple... Do you think this is a... A couple of things I have written down. Um, My friend's going in on a conspiracy theory about whole New World Order. 
Didn't we kind of get into that already? Well, no, this one's about how um, the WHO is actually trying to... He, his whole point is, like, they're trying to be the hero with the solution to the global problem, and Bill Gates has been an investor in the WHO, and it was... It's, so he thinks Bill Gates is attempting a New World Order coup on the world through the WHO. Through basically releasing this virus on the planet. I don't even feel like we want to dig into this. I'm willing to dig into it. I mean, we've already gone into Kurt Cobain shooting up heroin with fancy gloves. So, I'm totally down for it. Like, whatever. I don't know if I even have the, the emotional energy. Yo, I'm, it's absurd on its head. I'm willing to play devil's advocate for a bit, but, like, it's absurd. Like, I, I don't want to play devil's advocate with this. It's just so... How do you feel so about bad. people blaming it on fucking 5G? I think uh, 5G is new, so it's scary. I think 5G is new because it's scary. You, or it's, you think it's that's scary because it's new. All I know is... Fucking Fred the Godson died. Rest in peace to Fred the Godson. And it was apparently COVID-19. So, you know, I'm, I don't think it was fucking 5G towers. I know that's going to sound absurd to a lot of people who are like, my aunt died. And you talking about Fred the Godson? I'm just saying, like... We don't know your aunt. I'm sorry. A lot of people was out here blaming this shit on cell phone towers. <laughs> These you people are trying to find anything to blame it on. You go. You go. Let me bring it on an ocean-sized perspective here. Ooh, okay. Okay. None of this really felt real until we all collectively knew somebody now who had it. And who was the first person? Rudy Gobert and Tom Hanks. And that's when it all became real, and that's when it all became scary. Because then somebody that we all quote-unquote knew... How you gonna leave Idris Elba out, though? Cause Idris, Idris Elba came after. After Rudy Gobert? I think Idris Elba came before Rudy Gobert, though. No, Rudy Gobert was the one that shut down sports. Yeah, but I think Idris Elba came right after Tom Hanks, though. It was like a week or two later. I mean... It doesn't matter. He was like the next wave of people, so that it became real. Yeah, and, that's and I'm sorry, we don't know your aunt or whoever is dying. We see the numbers go up, and it's a tragedy, but... But we all fucking love Forrest Gump, goddammit. It's one of those movies... And we've all seen The Wire. We know how... Not all of us, unfortunately. We know how chiseled... I, I mean, I have, but some of our listeners... But we know how fucking chiseled Idris Elba's jaw is. Mm-hmm. Rip. R.I.P. Ripperonies. Son, it's... This is frustrating. More so than it's terrifying. And I think that's the problem with this whole thing. I mean, like I've said before, none of this is going to feel as bizarre as it... None of this is normal. None of the, none of the, None of this is normal. But this isn't... How bizarre this crazy time is, is not going to sink in until after it's over. It's not bizarre. It's just stupid. Like... This entire thing, the last four years, has been so... I was talking specifically about the past two months. That's fair, but it is... Also the last four years. It is literally the culmination of all the stupid from the last four years. It is like, the world was like, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> literally, the world was like, I'm sick of this shit. We've been through this before. Why are we doing this again? How hard is it to get? 
I'm sick of this shit. And I think that's what happened. Fuck the Bill Gates theory. I think the planet was like, you know what? <laughs> the last time I did the plague thing worked out pretty well. You guys calmed down for a little bit. You made some advancements. And so wait, you're saying that we need to save the planet? All right. It's time for Avalanche, Cloud Barrett, Tiffa, and the gang to come in! I thought this was a Captain Planet reference. I was ready to go get my fire ring out, because I was like... No, Captain Planet is only Don Cheadle Captain Planet. (laughs) That's what the fuck we need. That's what the fuck we need. Because regular ass... Tree, 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 tree! Regular ass Captain Planet ain't gonna come in and kick Donald Trump in this fucking... Or turn him into a tree. The planet is mine, bitches! Somebody need, somebody needed to get these motherfuckers right. And guess what? Now everybody is right. Now you can see to the bottom of fucking Lake Michigan, like, allegedly. We have a full geological map, three-dimensional, of Mars. Dog, fuck that. I was in Annapolis the other day. I don't know what y'all know about Maryland, but Annapolis is the capital. It is a pseudo city. There's lots of suburban areas. I work in kind of like the downtown area. Not quite downtown, but it's close to downtown. I was driving to work two weeks ago. Because I'm essential. That's all y'all need to know. I saw the deer roaming herds because there was a herd. Dan, it was like eight. Eight of the motherfuckers in downtown Annapolis on like fucking hilltop or something like that it was close to hilltop eight of them through somebody's fucking yard on the main road on the fucking main road (laughs) it was astonishing i was like what the fuck is happening i was so fucking tired because it was early ass in the morning Mm -hmm. i didn't quite get what i was witnessing at the moment i was like is this a fucking dream i'm still asleep in my bed there's no way there's like eight fucking deer on there it might even be more than eight I just counted eight offhand. It's why. I once saw a picture of all the Disney villains, like cosplayers, like you had Gaston, Maleficent, the witch from Snow White, and then you had this guy kneeling in the corner wearing a hunter's hat and a, carrying a shotgun. And I saw the comments online, they were like, wait, who's that guy? And somebody was like, bro. That's the only Disney villain that killed anyone. That's the guy who shot Bambi's mom. Hold on, that's not fair. Because Mufasa definitely was killed by Scar. He was killed by Wildebeest. I don't know. I feel like, okay, there's an argument to be made on whether that fall... So are you assuming that the fall just... No, 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 no. I'm playing devil's advocate at giving the Lion King version of Blue Lives Matter. Okay. Are you... Because I think there's an argument to be made on whether Scar, like, whether Mufasa was killed by the fall or the wilderness. I think we'll all be killed by the fall. It's gonna be, like, my trademark thing. It's just... Just the sigh. (laughs) The sigh. Problematic. And, um, me editing out bad jokes and keeping in bad jokes. Mm -hmm. Well, we here for y'all. And we hope y'all appreciate it. So, I, uh, I've i had a segment kind of in the back of my head for a long time. 
and we haven't gotten to come up with one. Normally I would look for examples, but I, I kind of tumblered into one myself. Ooh, I, let's go. So, we tumblered into something. While I'm on quarantine and everybody's thinking of crazier and crazier things to do, I had my, of course, Pride and Joy Sequoia Deathkeeper Magic Card deck, and I just got a bunch of new edition foils, so I was proud of them. I, I laid all of them out in a nice pattern, and I took a picture, and I was like, this picture sucks. So, you know, I stood up to a different angle, and I was like, this picture sucks. And I'm like, the lighting is wrong, so I'm going to unscrew this light bulb. And at a certain point, okay. after like 45 minutes of me doing basic tinkering, I had the thought cross my head, and I was like, man, if this is what modeling is like, I can actually understand that really sucking. Mm. Holding the same pose under hot lights while people just like work around you all the time. All right, Richard Avedon. No, and then, <laughs> and then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. I'm only taking pictures of the foil. So, like, what if we're talking about, like, what if my deck, it, as a metaphor, is like Paramore? <laughs> and, and, like, the foils are like Haley Williams that's getting all the photo shoots and everything. Oh. And, like, the rest of the band are the non-foiled in my deck, and they're the musicians of the band, and they're just like, wait a second, we're not into the photo shoot? This is really lame. And, you know, oh. like, the business but of you misery. know the foils are gonna stay <laughs> in the deck forever. Do you so know they, the business like, of misery? Like Paramore is is going to be around because of Haley. Unfortunately, only because of Haley Williams. Uh, so uh, I've uh, seen them. They are they're not that good. And she spent 20 minutes of her set time ooh, at ooh, five minutes and four different occasions talking about how they came together as a band. Well, anyway, Wait. the irony is since Paramore did splinter like that, the non-foils in my deck, knowing that they're going to get replaced, are probably pretty bitter that all of the foil cards are getting the photo shoots, and I know the foils are going to stick around. And then I have my proxies, which aren't real magic cards. They're kind of like touring musicians that are just like a lot happy to be along for the ride. Mm. Yo. You really thought about this. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about it enough to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, My room was really clean after. Yo, I bet, I bet, I bet you cleaned the fuck out of that room before you took that picture of you. <laughs> but like, you were like, no, I don't want no dirty mirror. Like... I mean, I was, like, putting chairs on a table, putting a pillowcase over top the back of it to block certain light. I'm like, should I use the lamp cover on this lamp, or should I not? Yeah, I've been actively, like, okay, kind of the same thing. I've been, like, actively, like, working out. So, like, I was taking pictures of, like, my progress the other day, like, my gains and shit. And gym photos. I thought about, no, well, at home gym photos, because I thought about, you know, maybe posting the shit until my fiance was like, no, the fuck you won't. <laughs> I thought about posting the shit, and then I realized, oh, my mirror is dirty. And we've all been guilty of taking dirty mirror selfies before, but also, it's 2020. Clean your fucking mirror, yo. And also, turn your flash off. 
don't don't take a don't take a mirror selfie with the flash on. Oh, absolutely! Both. Don't take a, a mirror selfie with the flash on. However, oh, that was the thing mirror. I had to notice is sometimes people are just so used to just turning flash off. Sometimes flash is necessary. I mean, when I was taking all those photos, I needed to get like take the right different. angle with the flash yeah. so the flash would reflect pop. the foil. You wanted it to pop. That's different. You don't want your dirty mirror selfie to pop. Then all people can see is the toothpaste stains and and not not the games that you've been making. But you, on the other hand, you sounded like you was really getting into some like I said earlier, some fucking vote. I mean, it's shit. just a, like. If people, I have a general thing. If you can learn three important things about something, then you can kind of connect everything else that's connected to that, and then those three things. Like, I know a little bit about photography. Like, I know you have to get the angles right. Yep. You have to get the lighting right. Yep. And, you know, you have, like, the structure of the, the thing. So then I look over at light, and I'm like, okay, what do I know about light? Light can be blocked, light yep. can be manipulated, right. and colors absorb light different ways. Exactly. But my question is, how did this become bands breaking up, though? Because I realized that the foils were the model of an actual photo shoot that I was doing, and realized how long and strenuous the process is and the model has to stay there perfectly still until someone else says that they have a good enough picture of it. Yo, but just imagine when, like, there were no cameras and, like, painting models was a thing and, like, or, like, fucking sculpting. Imagine having to be the nigga that had to stand still while a motherfucker chiseled away at it. So, yeah, that was my, uh, we tumblered into something, how doing a Photoshop or a, a photo shoot from my Magic the Gathering deck made me realize how uh, bands break up. That's a really, like, deep rabbit hole to go down with the Magic card, Joe. <laughs> but, I mean, the shot came out nice. I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Everything looked I shiny. I threw up the light. Yeah, yeah. It was dope. It was dope. So, I mean... I showed you how many pictures I actually took, too. Yeah, like, it was know, an absurd it, amount of pictures. It was a photo shoot's worth amount of pictures. Like, if I was doing a, a, a photo shoot of myself, I would have a bomb-ass profile picture right yeah. now. Seriously. Seriously. If you dedicated the amount of time you did. But, I mean, hey, when when it's something... When you have a hobby and you have a passion, you dedicate time to it, and sometimes you get proud of that hobby and or passion, while well, mine just happens to be a Magic the Gathering deck that just recently crossed the $1,000 mark. Hey, hey. Everybody got their thing, yo. Can't get caught on here slandering, folks. Nope, nope, nope. Slander or libel. None of that shenanigans here. Alright, let's see. What do I have to talk about today? Oh, coronavirus versus movie theaters. You hear about, like, AMC and all that getting ready to shut down. Nope. Um, okay, I got that. Uh, I got that rapper, China, and her OD. And we can talk about drug culture and hip-hop. Um, you can have Lil Uzi having somebody drink urine for five hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah, we might we might touch on that. Um, I got Young Jeezy getting married to Jenny Mai. They're not married yet, but he proposed to her. 
I think I might have you beat on content this week. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, nah, I mean, <laughs> like I have one that's like though. really good. Uh, I got the, the evolution of comedy because it was uh, I was watching something about like SNL in their last season and how people didn't really like the last season of SNL. They thought that shit was too political and just like. And it really turned into, like, maybe a discussion about, like, comedy and who your favorite stand-up comedians are right now and, like, how comedy has changed since we grew up with, like, you know, Eddie Murphy and Bill Murray and all that shit to where we are now with, like, John Mulaney and, like, Mm -hmm. Yeezy Zanmaro and... It's like having a horse in a hospital. We've never had a horse in a hospital before. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I feel that way about Jesus and Mero, dog. It's something about Jesus and Mero that speaks to like the inner Negro in me. And Childish Gambino. If you ask me, I feel like Donald our John Glover. Mulaney. Yeah, I feel like Donald Glover is our John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm about to tweet this. Just I mean, no. yeah, no, hold on. Hard not to like Donald Glover. <laughs> I already tweeted that Donald Glover was. Um... Oh, I tweeted <laughs> Jack Black is white Donald Glover. <laughs> That's no, no. Oh, we we can always do it. Does it float? I don't have any like hot takes off the top of my head. But... Uh, I mean, you already were like, I don't, I don't see how you could tell me they're not. I don't see how you could tell me they're not. I mean, the only thing Jack Black hasn't done that I feel like Donald Glover has done is a serious movie. Jack Black, Jack Black has not. I haven't seen him in like a serious role yet. I where I haven't seen his like Adam Sandler. Role. Switches over into like real drama, like you I'm know Adam sure Sandler had Spanglish. I'm pretty sure someone like Bradley Cooper or um, I just had the other one. Up. Nah, cause Jack Black actually has like vocal and like musical chops though. Just like so does Bradley Cooper. Does um, he? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like his performance in um, Hugh A Star Is Born. Yeah. Okay. No, Hugh but Jackman's a little old. Hugh Jackman's Ryan more Reynolds. of like a. Hugh Jackman is more of like a John Legend kind of deal. Like. I mean, Ryan. He might like, not be as talented piano wise as John Legend is, but like he. I mean, he's a decent stage actor. Like. Have you heard about this Quibi app, by the way? Yeah. I mean, how could you not? It's so, almost. Like, I downloaded it, I did the the, thir- the uh, three-month free trial thing, right? Okay. And there's this little... I actually like it. It's, like, great when you just go out on a smoke break. You could yeah. just it's, watch an episode of Quibi or something like that. It's kind of like... It's kind of like high-production YouTube. Uh-huh. Like, you, what YouTube was back in, like, 2006... No, not 2006, excuse me. What YouTube was back in, like, 2012... It's kind of, like, back when there were all these different, like... MCMs and all that shit and remember when like YouTube had like real like when Jake Paul and them had like real high production like sketches and like BuzzFeed had like real high production sketches that's what like Quibi is I feel like I feel like Quibi is curated YouTube yeah it is curated YouTube that searches for talent instead of having the talent come to it yeah um but anyway one of the shows I was watching it's called Chrissy's Court and it's basically where Chrissy Teigen is like a, a Judge Judy, uh, Judge Joe Brown situation, and it's absolutely hilarious. Like, his Chrissy girl... Teigen's funny. I'm oh, not she's, she's hilarious. Like, her mom is the bailiff. <laughs> so it's just, her mom looks dead like her. For real? And, yeah, um, 
she uh, like she stands there in like the little uniform. She just looks like older Chrissy Teigen. They look the same. <laughs> this one, like, I might have to the, check this shit out. The honorable Chrissy Teigen, and Chrissy <laughs> just walks out and goes like, "Thanks, mom." <laughs> and like any time they'll be like, "Well, we need a musical expert," uh, and John Legend will walk out and. Chrissy will just be like, alright, this asshole. <laughs> like I said, Chrissy Teigen is funny. She and is legitimately an awesome person, and I love her yeah. and John Legend. I would yeah. talk about a power couple. Oh yes, but <laughs> Oh, by the way, I did listen to Lil Baby. I, I was I was I was vibing with some little baby. Oh okay. I can get on with it. Okay. Just threw see, that on shuffle. See, what I want okay, let's get into a discussion real quick. Because I'm I'm at a point now in my life where my music taste is becoming a bit more refined. Like, the new stuff is kind of abrasive to me a little bit. Yeah. But I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I just can't stand this new stuff these these youngsters are listening to. Like, I'm not that washed yet. Like, I'm still trying to give these new, you know, YMW melody. Like, I'm trying to give the NLV Choppers and all them little, little babies and all that. I'm trying to allow for them to have their own space like there's a part of me that will will probably never quite be able to understand what this music means to these kids because i'm not a kid now you know what i mean just like our music they couldn't understand what my chemical romance and young jeezy meant to us because they weren't kids growing up when we were growing up with that shit. yeah that's true that's true when it comes to music recommendations or listening to new music in general. So Spotify Discover Weekly is great just because it's curated and it's very easy. It's very digestible. But when it comes to like actively listening to an artist, I need somebody who has a, like a music taste that overlaps with mine. Yeah. Who, you know, when they recommend something, you can tell when they believe it. Yeah. I yeah. need someone to tell me that, you, you and want then something and they need to believe it. Yeah, yeah I need you to want, hear that they believe it for you, me to listen. Right, right. You want to authentically. You don't. It's almost like you can tell when somebody has been radio programmed to like a song, and when it actually fits like their musical taste and like their musical aesthetic. That, but that's why you know, and I have to give credit to Alphabet Corp here. I use Google Play Music. And the reason I still use Google Play Music instead of like Spotify and all the other various apps out there is because Google Play's algorithm actually gets like my musical taste. Like they understand the kind of rock music that I like because you know I'm like weird, like I'm like kind of specific when it comes to like the style of rock music. By the way, my favorite band, The Strokes, dropped their new album today and it is really fucking good. Okay, okay. So, no. As far as somebody with the music taste you appreciate and respect, it is okay. really fucking good. Okay. You know, I'm going to check it out because I like me some strokes. No, pause. Pause. Are we pause? Uh, we might leave that one. <laughs> Freudian like, slip, everybody. I like me some strokes. Uh, <laughs> hey. It's whatever. We don't discriminate on here. But Young Jeezy just dropped a new album. Young Jeezy's new album, Pyrex Vision, is that 2020 Pyrex Vision. That, that shit is flame. I've been cranking that shit. You know, it's been on repeat in my rotation for the last week or so. I only really listened to the album through once or twice, but Eminem's new album's really good as well. I have not given Eminem. See, here's the thing with me and M. 
We need to not mention Eminem every podcast. Yo, yo. <laughs> Let's, no, we're not going on another Eminem it, it, Right, Stop that's it. gonna become, like, a thing. That's, no. <laughs> I haven't it's listened to happen. it yet. I haven't listened to it. That's all I'm gonna I say. I listened to it once or twice, and I dig it. I respect it. I'll listen to it eventually, but that's just been my, that's always been my thing with him. Like, I'm not a big Eminem stan. Like, I'm not out here being, like, the minute his album, I love when Eminem raps i just don't care for eminem's brand is that does that make any sense yeah eminem has always been a unique nope next topic riptide we, i know we haven't even but riptide avoided but technically we haven't even started yet like i mean i guess we've started but there's still content here you know yeah. i'm still gonna listen to this and i'm gonna try to edit some stuff at this end yeah as it should be. That's why I let it run. I mean, we've only been going for 11 minutes, so. The unfortunate thing is, we have not had anything we need to edit out right now. Not even the part where I just said we have nothing that we need to edit out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll leave that there. So all of this will be some kind of content at some point. Yup. Raw and unfiltered. That's how the podcast always is. That's yeah, how we only get commercials for ours at twelve thirty on Comedy Central. Listen, listen, you know we we come from we come from like podcasts like Jalen and Jacoby, the Daily Zeitgeist, Jesus and Mero. Shout out Bill Simmons. Shout out Bill Simmons. Shout out Robert Evans at Behind the Bastards. You and know? for the intel- the intellectual side of us, shout out Revisionist History and Malcolm Gladwell. Shout out the dollop. Shout out Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds, son. Like these. Shout out Mark Marin. <laughs> Yo, shout out the Reed. Shout out Crystal and Kid Fury, son. Like these are the kind of podcasts we're influenced by. And if you can get with that, then you can get with us. But if you can't get with that, then you might as well go ahead and tune into some other baby back bullshit because this ain't the kind of podcast for you. By the way, Jalen and Jacoby are right. They are your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. I don't know. The brand is strong, though, but we could get in. <laughs> we could have a riptide about that one day. You'd be like, so, our copy pasta. And just go with the Picasso quote. Good artists. Hold on, wait. Good artists hold innovate, on, wait, great though. artists steal. But if we go in a, if we go with hands for hands in the streets, though, who do you think would win in a fight between Jalen and Jacoby and Jesus Romero? Jesus and Marrow. Jesus and Marrow fighting dirty. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't care that Jalen used is to be like, an athlete, though, right? Yeah, I don't care if he's 6'9 <laughs> and he, you, he can rip he's off his hairline as a razor though. blade. But How like, tall is Marrow? How tall is Marrow? Because if Jalen is running around here, the other thing is, is what about, though? what about, all right, so does Jacoby get his kids as like minions? Does Marrow get his kids as minions? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm just picturing all these kids as like the the kindergartners from recess all tribal <laughs> and just <laughs> commanding them like they're in warcraft like double click zug zug yo job's done hilarious. yo that reminds me of what was that movie where charlie day fought ice cube oh man uh leprechaun in the hood no <laughs> Oh, that was Ice T. <laughs> no, Charlie Day was. They were like fucking. Was Ice Cube was like the principal? Horrible bosses. Oh God, oh, I'm looking it up now. Oh, it was called Fist Fight. <laughs> the movie was literally called Fist Fight. 
and it was Charlie Day and Ice Cube, and they both worked on the school, and they were going to fight each other. You know what movie I want to see, and I think Charlie Day's in it, and it was like a random movie that was like come and gone, but this, it's this movie called Tag, and it's like Charlie Day, oh, Matt yeah. David, yeah. John Hamm, and I, I love seeing see John Hamm in pretty much anything that's not Mad Men. I mean, I yeah. love Mad Men, yeah. but he's always in like super comedic roles, and it's just, it's like, they were, wow, you're John Hamm. So you're, you know you're what, Don my, Draper playing Tag. You know what my go-to binge thing has been lately? Archer. Like, I fucking love Archer. Son, it is probably in my top five favorite cartoons of all time, to be completely honest with you. And that's putting it over a lot of different cartoons, but it's because, like, the show is so fucking smart. Son, it's smart on top of being absolutely crass and idiotic, and it is, but... Archer's been ruined for me. Oh, no. Archer's been ruined for me, and it's for a really dumb reason. Hold on. You just gotta let me... So when I was living in Lansdowne, I would always come home, and Jamie would be watching Archer with, like, three or four other people in the living room, because that place was, like, jam-packed with people. But it was, it seemed like every single time I came home, oh, it was the same, same three episodes of Archer. Oh, shit. I feel like I've seen the same three episodes <laughs> of Archer over and over and over. And to me, that's like all the show is. Yeah. It's like the one where they're like lost on the uh, the bayou in the, the wind plane. Oh, oh, and they get attacked by that giant fucking alligator. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I the, the one where they're, uh, they fight like the robot that like gets thrown out the window. And uh, oh. then, and then one where Fat Pam makes out with um, the butler, I think. You said Fat Pam like there wasn't only one season where Pam wasn't fat. I don't know. <laughs> there was only. One I've only season. seen three episodes <laughs> over and over and <laughs> no. over. There is only one season where Pam isn't fat. Second of all, they were talking about making a live-action Archer, and they were gonna make John Hamm Archer. And oh my like, god, Yo, that would be who perfect. Who else would be Archer? I can't think of anybody else that would be Archer, son. It would be John Hamm would be perfect. John Hamm has got the the. the he has the type I, of face that you would never expect to do comedy. I feel like he could even do H. John Benjamin's voice as Archer. Like that, I feel like that's how good of an actor John Hamm is. <laughs> oh, so I, I isn't it a, also uh, also isn't it a weird coincidence that Archer is played by H. John Benjamin, and they were thinking about making John Hamm. <laughs> uh, John H. Benjamin, he's also the voice of Bob. Bob. Yep. Bob they Burns, did. It. Right? I just watched that crossover episode last night. They did two crossover episodes where, like, in the beginning, in uh, the Archer one, Archer has like amnesia and he's married Linda. <laughs> like, he got lost and married Linda and has been going by Bob for like three months. <laughs> and these Russians show up to the restaurant, and Archer like obviously does Archer and, like, kills them. And then Linda so is, is Archer like, in Bob's art style? Yeah. Okay. No, no. Archer is Bob, but in Archer's art style. And then in the Bob's Burger episode, it's like the Archer cast comes in to get burgers at Bob's restaurant in Bob's art style, and then the Archer cast fights, like, the Bob cast. <laughs> it's... The Charlotte Bob cast? <laughs> oh, shit. Stop. Nigga. 
Oh How God. far did you get in Boy Scouts? I got my I got my uh, boss cast my boss cast badge. Uh, Bob's cast badge. That's what I got. I got my Bob's cast badge. Oh, excuse me. Good God. Do you know your boy? You know you know what comes right before the uh, Bob's cast badge? It wasn't the Tinderfoot. The Tiger King badge. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> There's levels to this shit. You and I know, bitch. Be humble. <laughs> So I actually realized we were talking about how we started listening to podcasts and I actually have a pretty funny story how I did. So my sister once uh, basically hired me to uh, deliver some packages for her for her business thing that she really needed to get there in that same day. So she paid me to go from Crofton to Alexandria, Virginia, and then from Alexandria, Virginia, all the way up to Midtown Manhattan. Like, yes, Midtown Manhattan, New York Ooh. City, New York. Ooh. So I started driving. That's a drive. And I was like, God well, I'm going to be driving for a while. Maybe I should just listen to podcasts because I'd probably get bored of music eventually. And right. What else I was is like, gonna what am I going to listen to? And I uh, stumbled upon um, the Bill Simmons podcast where they were interviewing Kevin Durant. That was the newest mm. episode. Yeah, I was like, that, yeah, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, I love Kevin Durant. I see that being so. Good. I started listening to it, and I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, the third one that they did? So I went, no, that's it was the first two that they did. And I was like, oh, he's done an interview with Jimmy Butler? He's done an interview with Kyrie Irving? So I just started listening to podcasts all the way up to New York. And when I get there, I'm, like, 30 minutes outside the city, and I get a nosebleed. Like, a heinous nosebleed. Oh, shit. I'm not talking... I'm not talking, like, you know, like, dribble, dribble. I'm talking, like, the River Jordan runs red... Like, it's, like, I'm God blocking damn. it with, like, my T-shirt at this point. God damn, dude. And, like, it's on my, like, window, and I can't. Oh. Yeah, so, and I have a beard at the time, so it's, like, getting stuck in my beard and everything. Oh, and I'm, like, holding it up. I'm holding the tissue up to my face. At so I'm driving around Midtown Manhattan at, like, 1231 in the morning <laughs> with a giant nosebleed. Oh, and God. I was, I'm trying to find parking, and I call my sister, and I'm hysteric, and I'm, like, you know, blood is all over me. I pull over to the side of the road and I'm like, all right, talking on the phone and a New York cop shows up and just, oh, they're like, God. they're like, you know, you really can't stay here. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, clearly my nose is gushing blood. My license plate says Maryland. I'm only here to drop off something to my sister. And Oh, God. See, see, tall white man. Only a tall white man could be gushing blood from his nose <laughs> at one o'clock in the morning in midtown Manhattan. And say that he's dropping something off for his sister <laughs> to a cop and get away with it. But no, go, go on. Continue so, your story. She ends up getting me... I end up getting parked on the side of the hotel that she's in. And I walk in and I go to the front desk. And this is a big hotel, like giant lobby. Oh, very God. extravagant. It's in Midtown Manhattan. And you're covered in blood. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the hotel right now. I'll have to look that up. Um, but I walked in and I went to the desk and I'm like, Covered I need to drop off something to my sister. <laughs> oh my and God. I'm in the middle of Midtown Manhattan wearing a Baltimore Orioles hat with ripped jeans, a oh white God. t-shirt, covered in blood, walking into a five-star like, hotel, this five-star hotel at 
one in the morning oh saying God. I need to drop off something to my sister. And she looks up the room that my sister is in, and lo and behold, it's the goddamn presidential suite. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh my God. And you got away with all of this. This is not once did anybody run your ID. Your, the presidential suite, by the way, is the size of your house. I believe it. I fucking believe There's it. There's three different dens. It's a presidential Three different suite. living rooms. It's a presidential suite in Midtown Manhattan. Like, it's... It was wild. Yeah, that sounds wild. So, like, I can't get over the fact that you were covered in blood. This oh, yeah, no. I'm talking about, like, you know... I was wearing a V-neck, so from the tip oh, of the God. V... From, from, like, the tip of the V... It wasn't uh, a deep V-neck. I mean, still. It wasn't a deep V-neck. It was, like, just below my collarbone. But, like, the tip of the V all oh. the way down to my, like, my belly button. Yeah. Just, like, blood. Oh, what color? It was red. Oh, no, I mean the shirt. Well, now it's red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is a wild story, yo. Jesus Christ. God damn, Zig. I have had a wild life. You and me both. There's definitely some stories we'll have to share at some point on this pod, but y'all have to keep tuning in to hear those stories. Yeah, enjoy this little B-side material we got right now. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.